welcome to another fun-filled episode of For Your Distraction. We are your hosts. My name is Adam Silvis, and sitting across from me, uh, having a real tough time with his beer there. It's it's, it's got a mind of its own. It's Scotty Malinky. How's it going, Scott? I swear, I swear, baby, this never happens. <laughs> so I cracked open this bottle of beer, and it just started foaming. Like a stop. volcano, and it has not stopped. Like, I'm losing the entire it's, bottle it's of beer. It's been five minutes. It has been going strong. We just started recording, but it has been... Go- I don't know what's wrong with this thing, it's, man. It's, it's going. It's coming out still. There it is. There it is. Seeping and around. And of course, joining us, as always, is our pop culture correspondent, Brandon. How you doing? Doing all right. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. This is a funny show I'm, I'm watching here. <laughs> My gosh. It's a show within a show. <laughs> I don't even know... What to do right now? I, I told I, you what to do. Suck, suck it out, Scott. I'm not gonna do that. That's. It's too dirty. You gotta know how to rub the bottle the right way. <laughs> I don't know, man. This. This never happens. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, our beer of the show, since we're talking yeah, about it right well now, the beer. Uh, our beer of the show is the All In Amber from the Full Pint Brewing Company down in Pittsburgh. Um, Scott's had it before, yes? Yeah, I've had I've had this exact beer, the All In Amber. I promise it didn't do this. I promise it didn't. It's Brandon and I already opened our bottles and it was clean, it was fine. It I, want, I want the people listening to the podcast, I want to paint them a picture. So, it's a dark bottled beer, you know, you, you open up the top... And picture like a foam, like you know, you shake a shake a pop up and it explodes on you. It's been doing that, but it's like it's like a slow, like like a shield volcano that just kind of like <laughs> seeps out and runs. And it's been going nonstop. It's still going. How it's much beer do you have left in there? Do you have any left? There might not be any left. I don't know. I'm. You're gonna I'm, have to. You're gonna have to take it and just tip it back in your mouth. Like look at that. The whole, entire neck. Oh my god, it's is gone. Foam. It's foam. Have you taken a foam. single drink? I have not taken one drink of this beer yet. You're going to have to. You have to does do anybody, it. Does anybody else ever have this problem? Like, I've got an entire towel here. It's soaked <laughs> with beer. Okay. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it salt? It's slowing down. All right. It hasn't stopped, no. Here it comes again. There it, it is. Here it comes again. I'll have what he's having. All right, all right so let's, anyway. I'm going to take a swig at this real quick. I'm gonna, I'll go first. So <laughs> Okay. All in amber beer. It's not bad. It's uh, it's it's all right. Um, kind full of pint? Poppy, yeah. Full pint brewing company. Full pint brewing company. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. To be honest with you, the only reason why I grabbed it was because it had a gambling thing on it. Has, and you have a gambling addiction? I Maybe. I don't know. I've never been to Vegas, so we'll find out then. But uh, I, I'm going to give it a... Uh, Two and a half, three. It's a three is what I'm going to do. It's average. Three, okay. Three. What do you think, Brandon? Brandon, you're going to have to I go. should give it a higher rank, though, because this is just too too good right now in what I'm watching. The entertainment value alone. <laughs> it's worth a point by itself. I, I don't like it. I, I, I want to give a good review on why I don't like it, but I can't pick it out. <laughs> I'm, I feel like what are you doing? I'm de- desperate times call for desperate measures. You're sticking your nose in the damn. Well, you dunk. know everybody knows from college when you drink beer out of a, out of a keg and you get all that head, all that foam. <laughs> you're supposed to take your finger and you're supposed you know, to wipe it on it, your nose. You remember getting all that head in college? I remember, Scotty. Uh, what about all that head you got in college? You huh? wipe your nose, your finger on your nose, and you wipe it on the inside of the, of the cup. And it, it, the acid to base, it's chem- pure chemistry, boys. And the, and the foam goes away. Scott, I've I tried it, I've and it's not working. Done, I've never done that. 
You've never, never given head? I've No, I've never done that. Nope. He's never given or gotten. I don't know what you're talking about, Scott. Scott, you gotta take a drink. You gotta braid it. Oh, it's my well, turn? What'd you get? I, I still gotta finish. Oh, you gotta yeah. finish? Okay. I'm sorry. One thing I will say, I some positive things about it. I like on the side of the bottle, it has the beer nerd stats. It does, yes. I'm gonna pour it in here. Okay. Has the uh, beer nerd stats. It has like the type of hops they use, the type of malts they use. I like that. Um, and looking at the malts they have in here, there's chocolate, and I think that's why I'm not liking it. If you're gonna make a chocolate beer, I think you have to go all out with it. I can't really taste the chocolate. It's not very strong. I think honestly. that's what's drawing me away from this beer. Well, here I go. I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna give it a two out of five. Two out of five. Okay. Ugh. Not feeling. It. I taste. I taste. It's a little bit hoppier than a yeah uh, amber lager. Got a little like, bit on your shirt. I know. It's foaming up on me. I can't <laughs> help it. I poured a little bit in a pint glass. That kind of it helped, but this didn't. It didn't start out very well for this beer at all. The taste. I mean, yeah. I'm looking at these beer nerd stats too. It does say chocolate. Yeah, I, I didn't expect it to taste this way. Neither I didn't did expect I. it to taste this way. But you said you've had this before. I did, but I don't think I liked it. it then. I don't like that they called it all an amber. It, I I expect an amber beer. I I don't know. I must have high expectations. It's, it's a lager, correct? I don't think so. It doesn't say. I expected a lager, and I mean the color of it resembles a lager. Yeah, I don't think it's a lager though. It doesn't say what it is. Well, anyway, boys, I'm going to give it a 2.5. 2.5? Okay. Yeah, I'm going to give it a halfway score. Just very par to Midland. <laughs> Alright, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, it's not terrible. I could drink this, but... And that's all I have to say about that. Alright, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, for your distraction, uh, only halfway recommends this, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's a beer, so drink it. And it's a cool that it's Pittsburgh beer. I mean, well, Northwest says it's beer. That's all mm-hmm. I can say about it. I, I, you know, it's drinkable, but yeah. I don't think I'll drink it again. Probably not. I probably yeah. won't have it again either. So I got a phone update. Remember how I was having those issues with my phone? It was all cracked. Well, you broke up. it. Yeah. Porn yeah. Kept showing up. Yeah, it broke my phone. It, it so much it cracked the screen. Um, no, I cracked my phone <laughs> on the concrete. And every time I'd go in there to go into any app, it would constantly be hitting the, like, like if you were constantly hitting the back button, the close app button, the home button, all that stuff. So I had a ridiculously hard time getting things done on my phone. Well, uh, I'm glad to report that that issue stopped. And now I can't hit the home button or back button or any of those buttons anymore ever again. So basically it's gotten to the point now where if I ever enter an app doing anything at all, I have to completely shut off the phone and restart it, go back to the home screen, go do something else. It's gotten worse. Yeah, it's gotten worse. I mean, it does have the plus side where if I'm doing something, like if I'm doing something specific on Facebook or on a podcast app or something like that, I don't have to have the fear of it just exiting out, but it's I'd rather have that fear than what I have now. So... Well, that stinks. You should come over to Apple. Come to the dark side. They just added new emojis. They added a middle finger emoji. Really? This last week. I don't get, I've never new used update. an emoji before. I don't care. You're missing out. I've never used one before. I don't so. care. Don't care. You don't use emojis? No, I don't care. Not even the eggplant emoji? No, I don't use emojis. I don't use them. I use it behind the person bending over. I put the yeah. eggplant emoji right behind yeah. the person. Person bending over, over eggplant emoji. <laughs> people, don't, here's the thing, people don't text me, so I don't care. 
You don't, I don't. I don't have text conversations. Alex, so. Water droplets flying everywhere. <laughs> I don't. I don't have text conversations <laughs> like that. So I mean, I don't. I don't care. Usually, if I'm ever texting somebody, it's for a specific reason, like business, basically. Oh, he's the business. <laughs> like, I, he's all business. Yeah, basically. No like, pleasure. It's all business. Like, hey, do you, hey, do you want to go do this? No? Okay. End of conversation. That's usually how it runs, so. So we talked a little bit about time travel last week. We did. And, um... Not last week. Was it last week? Yeah, it was last week. Talked about time travel last week. Briefly. Yeah, that's right. We kind of went into it when we were talking about Terminator. Briefly. So. But you, a couple weeks before that, you talked about your t- time travel. Yeah, apparently I time travel sometime in the future yes. and go back in time. But so. this is something we should have talked about last week, and I completely forgot to bring it up. But uh, one of my all-time favorite movies, we did our FYD's top ten favorite movies a while back. And right. Something special just happened recently. It, it's over now. By the time you listen to this podcast, <laughs> it will be a couple weeks ago. But Back to the Future. We had, right. we had Back to the Future Day. I thought that was really cool. Brandon's kind of rolling his eyes. I think he's had it. I, with Back you know to the what? Future. It was cool. I really liked that it was mentioned. I hated as big of a deal as it was. I was so by by the end of that Back to the Future Day. What was it? Tuesday or Wednesday? It was October twenty first, right? Twenty fifteen. Scott, you're 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 talking like you don't know. You you yeah, know the date, like right? the back of your hand. You it's know that, the date. either way. I was. Sick. That's the date, I believe. Yeah. Okay. You know, I, like I the back just, of your hand. I was just done with all the posts. Everyone making comments, posts about it. We got it. I, I saw multiple people on social media. Dressed That's the up ultimate as like hipster fly. thing to say. That's like the ultimate like yeah whatever okay it's whatever it doesn't matter. Well, I gotta be honest with you. I was eating that shit with a spoon. I I I, 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 couldn't, cool. I could cool. not. I gotta get be honest of it. with you. I I'm, I'm kind of on Brandon's side though because I didn't care either. Well, I, I, I sat down, but I I wasn't getting annoyed by it though. I was like, eh, whatever. I watched the entire trilogy, part one, two, and three, back to back to back, and it just forever. It, it, I I love it even more if that's even possible. When we did our top ten movies, I believe it was my number three. I think so. I think yeah. so. Number three. Something. Something. Yeah. I, you you tried to pull. All of them into one lump. Which I, I still <laughs> so. feel strongly about that. I do. I feel like they... But I've come to... a con- Part three, where they go to the Wild West. You guys familiar? That's yeah. one of my favorites. Back to the Future Part three. <clears throat> yeah. I rewatched it. And I appreciate it even more now. It, it, it's not as great as one. Or even <clears throat> two. It's not on the level of one and two. But I like how... The main character and everything centers around the Doc, Doc Brown. Yeah. As opposed to at part one and two, we're all Marty. And he takes the center stage in part three. Which is cool, yeah. I really thought that was cool. I really like his character in those films. And he was kind of the sidekick, secondary character in part one and two. Yeah. And they reversed roles for part three. Yeah. Which I thought was, was pretty rad. I thought that was pretty pretty gnarly. Yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoyed that too. Because in the first one you had uh, Doc getting shot and Marty getting stuck back in time. And then it... Next one was revolved around Marty and his family and everything like that. Well, when he goes back to 1955, the Doc from 1955 doesn't know anything. Yeah. So Marty's got to like fill him in and tell him what's going on, and then, kind of in part two, it's all over the place. Part two where they go to the future. Well, the 
was the future for them, yeah. and now it's the past for us as yeah. of the 21st. But, <laughs> but I did see that Christopher Lloyd came out with a video on Back to the Future Day. Yeah. People, the... people were all up in arms, like, why don't we have flying cars? Why, don't, why doesn't everybody in the street have a hoverboard? Automatic laces, where are those? Were really, people really up in people arms? Were, people were, people were, I don't know if they were up in arms, but they were complaining. I want these things, and we don't have them. Where's my jetpack? So he went on to say that when they went back in part three... To 1885. The course of history then was changed. <laughs> so that's why we don't have that stuff. Makes sense. That's great. That's yes. great. I love that. So when they hijack the, tra the train, okay? Yeah. Think about it like this. You know, he said, I was very strict on, you know, doing as little as possible, having the smallest footprint, the smallest impact. Mm -hmm. But when I'm stuck in 1885 and I know I'm going to die in a couple days... I had to pull out all the stops. I had to do what I could do to get home. And if that means robbing a train or holding up a train and, mm -hmm. and unlatching the cars and leaving the passenger cars in the middle of nowhere, those people all had a destination. They were all going somewhere to do something. I prevented them from doing that. Mm -hmm. Therefore, right there, changed the course of history. Right yeah. there. He's yeah. like, so because I did that to get home, Thankfully, we're all still here, and Lizard Hitler isn't the <laughs> commander of the yeah. world right now, but we don't have flying cars, we don't have hoverboards, we don't have automatic laces. We, do we don't even have that. Automatic laces are a thing now. They are, I did see that, but they put it up because, also, because of. I, I need to put out a PSA. I saw on Back to the Future Day, I saw a lot of Photoshop movie posters that said they're remaking Back to the Future, it's going to come out 2017, 2018. It's never going to happen. Robert Zemeckis said he would never a, do a remake. Well, he I said, heard a, I heard a rumor like a year or two ago. Won't that happen. They were going to do he, that. No, he owns all the rights to him. He said there will never be a sequel. A part four? No. no. Why? He said, he, he, do he it. said it's done. He said he's not going to do. He's not going to buy that Hollywood bullshit where he feels like there needs to be reboots. <laughs> I, I think it's a beauty. but we want to see more. But I but, think here's the problem: you want to see more, and then Indiana Jones four came out. And then you wish you didn't yeah. see more. Robert Zemeckis said so, it will, it, it'll have to be back so, there. So I wanted a fourth Indiana Jones for decades. Finally, they give it to me, and it was a flaming turd. Yeah. I wanted but part four for yeah. Back to the Future. That's it. And you're Here. allowed to want that. Starring star, star Justin Bieber. It's Robert Zemeckis' brainchild, <laughs> and he said it'll be over his dead body. We'll literally have to wait until after he's dead if you ever want to see. Well, with Michael J. Fox's Parkinson's, I thought it would be cool to make him like the eccentric doc character. He would never grow up to be that. You know what I mean? He would and, never and grow introduce a new younger character, That's which is not unlike what, what they did with Shia LaBeouf and Crystal Skulls. In the movie? Oh, they could. It's fine, they but... Could, Chris, they could say, I have Parkinson's disease. Side this effect from time travel. But, I mean, Christopher Lord is still alive now. Why wouldn't he still be alive then? Well, I... <laughs> Like, no. that's, that's, you, you go like back in time, still, you he, go back in time like and you have to look up, shit. you gotta look up Doc when you go back in time, there's where you need Christopher Lloyd, it can be done, it can be done, I would love to see it done, he's but traveling in through time on that, on that flying train, I just though. thought that was cool how Christopher Lloyd explained why we don't have those yeah, things, that is awesome. yeah, that is cool. thing, he didn't have to do that either, and that's just cool think, do you remember in part two, when Jennifer was in the time machine with them, they yeah. go back and, and he had to use that machine that knocked her out. Pretty much a, a futuristic roofie machine. Yeah. What if Cosby got his hands on that? <laughs> Wait. It's, it's almost better. I saw some comparisons between the the Biff Tower and the Trump Tower. Oh, and Trump yeah. And Biff. Biff, Tannen, Donald Trump. 
I see Come on, people. Hey, hey. Come, on. Come on. We're connecting the strings here is what we're doing, okay? The future is now, 2015. <laughs> no, but I, I honestly love that movie. I'd love to see a part four. Yeah. I don't see it happening, but... I sent you oh, that photo movie. on Facebook that I thought was really funny. Uh, when it said, everybody's so worried about what's going to be happening on in 2015, but they forget about what's going to happen in 2017. And it's a photo on the top of Back to the Future, and then underneath it's Arnold Schwarzenegger in Running Man. And he's in that chair yes. that's about to be shot down to that wasteland yes, and get killed and everything yes, like did. that. So. Do you guys remember the old video game Smash TV? I've heard mm. of it. I you guys remember I that? I never played it. Was, it was very Running Man-esque, very, you know, put people in a real life... Hunger Games, kind of. Hunger Games yeah. kind of takes on that, you know. Put real life people into this, you know, first sport yeah. death match. You know, the difference with Running Man is they had like the gladiator type characters who would come in. You know, it's really funny about a lot awesome. of those. A lot of those old movies like that. They never really solved any problems at the end. Like really, like the main, it always bothered me. Like the major problems. Problem. Like, and now when I watch those movies, I'm like, what about the legal issues yeah. of this? Like, like how are they gonna okay, Arnold Schwarzenegger. This person just killed somebody. Arnold Schwarzenegger just sent just sent that host down that wasteland. Fine, okay, but how did how did things change though? How has society changed at all? Not really. I mean, society's still the same. It's like with uh, Demolition Man. Okay, that at well, the end of the movie, in the movie, Sylvester Stallone takes out Wesley Snipes and everything like that, mm -hmm. and everything's just. Rocked in anarchy because the I one know. dude that was in charge is like blah 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 blah. You know he's. What dead. do we do now? Yeah. And oh. dude's like, what do we do now? You guys will figure it out. I'm gonna go have sex. The, that's basically the, what it was. The old-fashioned way. Yeah. <laughs> the, the biggest injustice of the finale of that movie like, is what? never explaining the three seashells. Now that's that's that, something done on purpose. That's kept me up at night. <laughs> They've done that on purpose. There was uh, never there was they were never going to do that. It I makes don't know. It, it, even <laughs> but even the concept makes no sense. Three seashells. Just think about it. Think, use your imagination. Seen, How would you explain I've seen it? Infographics where okay. it's like one. But is it just wait, three no, seashells? That one's, means one's used to clamp the remaining poop. You take you take two of them to clamp the poop away from your butt cheeks. And then you use the one. The third one has almost a sandpaper top, and you use that one to kind of. Scrape away. And but I, let me ask. Nine. Let me ask you this: Is it no. just three seashells in there, or is yeah. there multiple seashells? So that means you're reusing seashells somebody else has already used. They probably have a self cleaning thing. I don't know. I mean, no. <laughs> you don't know that. No, I'm saying no. Even if they had a self cleaning thing, I'd be like, no. That's. Can we talk about how Demolition Man correctly predicted that Arnold Schwarzenegger would run politically? Yes. Yeah. Even before he was governor, he eventually yes. became president. They even talk about well, he wasn't born in America. It was like, yeah, well. So many people love them that they amended that rule. Yeah. <laughs> and Taco Bell the winning the restaurant wars. wars. Yeah. Restaurant wars. <laughs> I like when like the president invites uh, Sylvester Stallone to Taco Bell yes. for dinner. He's like, eh, I can go for a burrito, I guess. <laughs> He's like a little surprised. <laughs> oh man, fun movies. Yeah, it was I love feature movies. I love them. I love old school, like yeah, uh, Escape old school hip hop. Escape think, from New York. I think Total mm -hmm. Recall takes place in 2015, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know that. I feel like we would have heard that. I don't know. I feel like that one is as huge cult following as uh, Back to the Future. Well, mm. did the remake movie take place later on, or did Probably. it take place the, the same time? It definitely took place later. The new remake wasn't that bad. It was well, it, no, it was a good movie. From what I heard, I don't know anything. I, I don't it. know anything. From what I heard, the remake movie was supposed to be more accurate to the book. Because apparently the uh, movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger, when it came out, it was almost nothing like the book. Other than the name, it, it was, was and all the in the book. In the book, it was all 
the fantasy. Yeah. Nothing was ever real. Well, not or, even that. Not even not even that. Just everything just happened. Like there was never any Mars. No. Ne- nobody went to Mars even in the fantasy in the book and anything like that. And they basically just completely redid it. And the remake is supposed to be more accurate mm-hmm. to the book. It was really well in, done. In Total Recall, the movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger, it's like he go all this shit's happening to him, and then all of a sudden they come to him. They're like, "You're oh, still dreaming. This I'm is still a dream." Total Recall's twenty eighty four. So oh wow. okay. Okay, so we'll, we'll all be dead. so they they say, oh, this is just a dream, this dream, and he finds out. Well, no, they're lying to him. It's not really a dream. It's really happening, and he was a dream within a dream, you know, whole yeah. inception type thing. In the real story, I had heard, which I'd never read it, but that it was all in his mind. The whole thing was. Well, that's what he says at the those. end of the those movie. Are, those are cop which, out. Which it is a cop out, but the, like that's what he said at the end of the movie. He's like, I just got a thought. What if this is all a dream? Mm-hmm. When he said that line, I was like, oh. For the love of God, are you serious? No, that's how it. That, and they didn't end the movie that way. I know, but but, but even because they even because they <laughs> poked that little hint in there, it's like, oh Jesus Christ! You. I mean, oh, uh, the same thing happened with Walking Dead. Everybody's like, Walking Dead could just be Rick dreaming. I saw coma, that picture. I saw and that picture. Robert Kirkman immediately said, "No, that's not a thing." <laughs> I mean, it could be a thing. Who knows? It's not. The, he's a creator of Walking Dead. I mean, whatever. You know, you can, if he's straight up telling you the creator of Walking Dead telling you, it's yeah, the but whole you can't up. ruin my imagination. So, and then in the end, the world blows up. Yeah, exactly. There you <laughs> like go. That's, there that's you it. Go. Hey, exactly. the world blew up. Everybody's yeah. dead. I mean, it, it's canon in my mind. So, <laughs> you can't ruin my childhood dreams. <laughs> you had childhood dreams about Walking Dead. I, I had childhood a dream. I had childhood dreams about zombies. Okay, I really I my whole life ever from the first time I ever saw a zombie movie, I was thinking. I, what was I, the first one you saw? I can't remember. It's been so long. I, it's been I, so, the first it one might I saw. Be, it might be Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead was mine. Or it, it might be that. I yeah, mindless, that. mindless, nineteen the seventies Dawn of the Dead. The seventies Dawn of one. the Dead, and then I went back and watched Night of the Living Dead from sixty eight. And that. And yeah. here's the thing. I mean, we, we've had Zach on the show. When we were in the zombies when we were younger, we were like considered nerds for it because nobody else was in the zombies like we were it wasn't like a national craze at the time from the moment that i saw zombie movies as a kid i for the rest of my life i would always make plans and exactly plans how it, would i survive long, the zombie apocalypse? long car rides i would like mm-hmm. fantasize yeah. about like okay we'll do this, I would, and this like if you're taking a crap in a public bathroom you're like okay if a horde of zombies is at that door oh. how do i escape oh. and you gotta look around for like yeah, yeah. You know, i do this i, I do that a, to this I day took a shit last week <laughs> in, in a coles or kaufman's and I was like, this would be the worst bathroom to be in right now in the zombie box. I have no way of getting out of here. Yeah. There's like no vent. You look up, okay, that panel could lift yeah, off. Yeah, this one did not <laughs> so have I could jump up there like, yeah. To, I do that to this that. day. When I'm at work sometimes, if I have downtime, I'm just sitting in my break room mm-hmm. in my closet. I always think to myself, all right, if there was a zombie apocalypse and there were zombies outside this door, mm-hmm. I don't think they can get in, but I'm stuck. Like there's nowhere. How for me long to go. could I live here? What yeah. could I eat? What, what could, could I, I drink? Do? I I could guys... I got a sink. I can drink water, but I can't eat anything. And I'm like, how okay. would I get out of here? Look, how would I do something? I want to talk about would some they of leave my. Eventually? Uh, my I remember some of my zombie survival things. This is before Walking Dead or anything. When I used to plan, it was like actually going to happen. I used to. My my long term plans were either going to be hold out in a Sam's Club because they just have everything there you'd ever need mm-hmm. in surplus. Um, even longer term, I was considering finding an offshore oil rig. Really? There, no, no zombies would ever get you. You probably would have to worry about no humans there. Offshore oil rig would be bad. Or it wouldn't be bad because you could fish. I mean, in, in any zombie apocalypse, the greatest enemy is human. Yeah. That's, a, that's the greatest enemy. How do you deal um, with humans? 
Really, you know how to deal with yeah. zombies? You shoot them in the head, my or do so, or take something sharp and get them in the head. My mode of travel would have to be a giant box truck. In the back, I would set up everything I need. I'd put like a small like four wheeler or dirt bike in the back. I'd put all my guns in the back, a bed in the back, multiple skate routes. Out you would there. have to get people you know to join up with you. Be like, let's take some place and let's hold it down. Because the more people you have on your side, the better. Because if you're if you're in bigger groups that you people you can yeah. trust that are on your side, nobody's really gonna mess I, with you. I think people. Day of the Dead had it the best. They had the best setup, underground research facility. Yeah, I would uh, travel north, <clears throat> Canada. I don't want the cold. I would go the into the most remote remote area where there's no people around. True. And that's that's where you'd need to go. You actually have a higher chance of surviving out in the snow because I just learned last week that yes. the snow absorbs sound, and that's why it's extra quiet in winter. Mm -hmm. You really hear a zombie. What from was far it? Away. Um, what was the remake movie? Um, zombie movie that came out a while ago. It was made from a book. I love the book. World um, War Z. World War Z. Yes, World War Z. Thank you. That's I couldn't remember the name. Um, the book is amazing. Yeah, I know. The, I love book, the book is freaking amazing. The movie, and but they talk a big thing in the book is every time winter comes around, the zombies stop. They get frozen in the ice because the virus can't survive in the cold and stuff like that. So they always get basically enter like a hibernation state, and that's the safest place for people when it comes to zombies. But then you got to battle the elements now. Now you got to make sure you have a place where you can get food, where you can get shelter, stay warm, things like that. And a lot of times, what what uh, if people that are set up in the north somewhere mm -hmm. in like a winterized area, a lot of times what they'll do is when the cold comes around and when it starts to snow, when winter starts to end and snow starts melting, they would go out and they find the hibernated zombies that are just laying there, or whatever, and they would shoot them before they you know got back up and started moving around again. So I remember reading the official zombie survival guide, and which is coming out as a movie. Is it? Isn't it? That's called Scouts for Zombies. I don't know if that's oh, like... Oh, that's different then. That seems kind of like a childish... The Scouts movie. Guide to Zombie the, the, Survival. The guy, the guy that that's, wrote yeah, the official the Zombie thing. Survival Guide wrote World War Z. Oh. And it, his book is completely literal, like telling you exactly how to survive, how to like dig a moat, how to do everything. But he said the greatest way to travel would be on bicycle. And I had to always disagree with that. I never... I, I mean, you I still disagree with it? I, I mean, his points he made didn't outweigh the cons for me because he said it's, it's quiet, it can get through small spaces, stuff like that. But I was like, man, you have to, if you ever run into any zombie, they can easily grab you off of that. I'd rather be in like a huge box truck just piling through them. Then you gotta worry about gas, oil, things like that. You gotta yeah. worry about but that. But if I have a box truck, I also am <clears throat> probably stacking up tons of gas in the back for that whenever I need it. It runs out eventually, though. It's not yeah. be permanent, so. <clears throat> um. They really missed the point when they made World War Z, the movie. Mm. They really, really botched that movie so bad. It could have been so much better. It was a decent movie, though. <clears throat> it was fine, but it was nothing. Yeah. Nothing like the book. They nothing never at all. are. But I mean, other, I know, I know. I'm just saying, I think it would have been better if they would have made World War Z a TV series. Because basically, the main character in the book, he goes, he's trying to create a log of different people's events during the zombie apocalypse and that would have been a great TV series where this guy's traveling around mm -hmm. he, he meets a new person they still can couldn't they? I know I, they could but they, they should do that. that's how they should do it I, like, I think the zombie craze is going to be gone even faster than the superhero craze though I don't know I mean, I'll still always love zombies for what they are, but the, once The Walking Dead goes downhill, it's going to lose so many of the zombie following people are going to be zombied out did you guys get into Fear of the Walking Dead? I I, I've only it. heard good things about it, but I haven't watched it yet. I didn't love it. Really? To me, it was too cliche, just like 
all everything we've seen, where I love The Walking Dead for what it is. How it's Rick's story. It's Rick's story, and it's just like from season one, episode one, the pilot. Boom! He wakes up from a coma, and it's place has gone to hell, literally yeah. and figuratively. Like you don't know what's going on for the whole first season, even the second season, I believe. And in this one, it's just like every other zombie movie we've seen, where it starts out as a normal day, and it slowly progresses, and you see what's going on, and it's this virus, and these people are infected, and, you know, ho-hum. We've seen all that before. Walking Dead, so much better. So, Fear the Walking Dead, to me, was just all about the money. Yeah, uh, totally. I, I love the Telltale Game series. Love them. They're fantastic. Kenny the, will remember that. Yeah. The Walking Dead series from Telltale is almost a better story to me than the TV show. Because you're mo- you're invested in it, it's almost a better it is, story. It to is. Me. To I've, me, it is. I, I've always loved Rick's story, though. That's I like Rick's story. That's fine. But, like, for example, the end of season one to The Walking Dead from Telltale, oh, my God, that was such an emotional ending because it was you didn't see it coming. I'm not going to spoil it, but... It, it, I tried to get Scott to play it. That's that's how much I loved it. Because you can get it on iOS. So, it's... Uh, I love the Telltale game series. I mean, I was waiting for somebody to comment. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. So I, I love Telltale series. Okay. You, 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 could play the, you could play those games. Yeah, it's basi- all, all it's basically is, a point. It's Goosebumps Choose Your Own Adventure with Walking Dead. It's, it's, it's basically a you point. You literally point. decide who lives, who dies, and you try to survive till the end. <clears throat> so, I just watched a uh, documentary earlier this week called The Nightmare. Mm. Um, It's a very well done documentary and it goes over people who have all suffered from sleep paralysis. Have you guys ever heard anything about sleep paralysis? What do you guys know about sleep paralysis? Uh, From what I know, it's basically you wake up and you can't move. You have a Mm -hmm. hard time breathing. I've I've had sleep paralysis before. It's scary. It's really scary. Well, let's save your experience for after. I want to see if your experience relates to any of the stories in this documentary. Um, Basically, Adam pretty much nailed it. It's people who, they kind of fall asleep, and when they wake up, they can't move their body. A lot of these people, they'll start hearing static. They'll start seeing things in their room, like people walk in. But what's crazy about the documentary, this guy travels all over the United States interviewing other different people who had sleep paralysis. The guy who's doing the documentary, does he suffer from it? No. Okay. Um, He finds out that all these people have sleep paralysis all hear or see pretty much the same things. We're talking the same figures in their rooms, mm. same stuff, and the stories when, were extremely creepy. When it happened to me, I yeah. didn't hear anything, but I swore that I saw like a dark figure in the corner that moved. Yeah. I swore I dark, saw a dark figure. I, I started to get freaked out for a little while. I was like, is there like a poltergeist in my house? Is is there something serious? Because I, I, have a, I have a belief that my house is haunted. I have a belief my house is haunted, but it's not like hardcore. Like, mm. you know, it, it's like, you know, a minor ghost that doesn't really give a shit. I think it's extraterrestrial. Could Sleep be. paralysis? Could be. I believe Why in aliens. Why would you say that? Just from what you're explaining to me, it sounds like traditional alien abduction. You know? <laughs> And you well, wake well, up too here's early. One, and... Here's what was even creepier was that this guy, he he was a weird guy, but he was in bed with two girls after this party. And that doesn't sound weird to me. That sounds just fine. He, <laughs> yeah. But he was he was too late to party. He was having sleep paralysis <laughs> and he was seeing a figure on his bed or in his bedroom. And one of the girls next to him saw the same thing that he was seeing during sleep paralysis and she started freaking out. So that's what was like really weird about it. 
And I was looking this up on the internet, and I was just fascinated reading about all these different um, experiences that people have. They have, like, all these different archetype figures that people typically see when they um, have sleep paralysis. That's crazy. Like, going back to your uh, comment, Scott, yeah. where it could be aliens, like, it could be one of those things where maybe you woke up too early whenever they... Let's say you get adopted, they mm -hmm. do shit to you, and then they bring you back. Maybe you woke up too early and just caught, like, just the end result of it or whatever. I don't know. Like it's it, like that's freaky. Like I didn't think I didn't think aliens. Well, I didn't first think that. came to my mind. The, the documentaries on Netflix is called The Nightmare. Uh, definitely check it out if you haven't, or just read about sleep paralysis. It, it's absolutely frightening, and I hope it never it's, happens to me. It's a scary. Uh, I've never had it. We're I've talking. We're it. talking like um, like really creepy dark figures. One one person always saw this dark figure in a hat coming up to their bed, like whispering weird languages into their ear, and like they couldn't understand anything or move anything. They could only move their eyes. And their hearts are like racing, yeah. and they when can't it, do anything. They can't, when it up, happened they can't to, scream. When it happened to me, I woke up, and I could look around and everything like that in my dark room. But like I said, I couldn't move. I felt like there was a pressure on my chest. Mm -hmm. That's like what I, I say. That's like what they I say was, the there was a pressure on my chest. I couldn't breathe, mm -hmm. and I tried to scream. Mm -hmm. And I and mm -hmm. I kind of could like move my mouth a little bit, but nothing would come out. Like I wanted to scream my ass off. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. it was horrible. Crazy man. It is crazy. Yeah. It's You've probably one of the. It's probably one of those. No, I never experienced anything cool. <laughs> it's not. This is not cool. cool. It's not cool. I like no, it. but it was probably this stuff interests me. Well, like, it was probably the scariest thing that has ever happened to me in my life. Honestly, these scares, without a doubt. Like I will never forget this experience. I said this into an, another episode that we were having when we were talking about paranormal stuff. I don't have any personal experience. I've never seen a UFO. I've never seen a, a spirit. I've never seen a cr crazy cryptoid monster walking through my backyard so many people do what the hell do i have to do to did see you ever some of see this? that movie with mila jovich uh uh the fifth one, element no the well resident I mean, evil fifth element great movie <laughs> but the one where she plays uh, plays that therapist or whatever yes and uh, yes the third kind the third kind or the fifth the kind. fifth kind, the fifth oh, kind. Yeah, yeah. yes the fifth i was kind. i was thinking close encounters with the third kind yeah, yeah the, okay, fifth kind. the fifth kind uh, that's an interesting movie i i don't know like there, there is there is some true history behind yeah it. they there, show they show like what they call real documentary it's footage that, that's, it's not it's, it's so totally it's a mockumentary yeah it's a mockumentary, it's a mockumentary. But, there was there was a town in alaska where yeah more people are abducted there than anywhere else. It can't be explained. There are people who claim mm -hmm. to have seen owl-shaped figures in their windows. And Doesn't night. it? It kind of makes me just want to go to that town in Alaska, get a hotel room, and just start exploring and just investigating. The thing is, I, I think if there are aliens, which there probably are, I don't think they're going to go for people who are willingly, like, take well, me. Here's the thing. Well, here's well, I mean, here's the thing about, like, that town and stuff like that. The What was it? I don't know if it's true or not, but what they explain in the movie is the only way to get to out to and from the town is by plane. Like there's no roads. There are that towns lead. like that. Yes. There are no roads that lead to that, that town. Yeah, that happens. So. Yeah. Like it's basically an isolated small town. Like, and it seems like that seems like most places where these type of things take place. Obviously. So. I don't know that movie. That movie. It was kind of. I knew it was fake, but I knew it, was, it looked kind of like a freaky movie when I saw it. Did you ever see uh, Aliens? Alien wise, there's a movie called uh, Fire in the Sky. Yes. That's completely true that. story. Yes, it they've is. They've had those guys on multiple talk shows, yes. and they've done every lie detector test known to man. They pass it every time. Is it on Netflix? Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's like from the nineties. Yeah, it's it's, it's, uh, it has the one guy that played the the T one thousand. Robert Patrick. Yeah. It's, Who's uh, also it, in X Files? They are. Um, what are they? They're like. 
they're just backwood countrymen. They were all yeah. going camping or fishing for a weekend. And they were all they wearing saw, flannels and beards, yeah. and they weren't hipsters. They were yeah. legit lumberjacks. Yeah, yeah. So. They they were like they saw like some lights out in the field, and they wanted to go investigate it. And one guy was like drinking a lot, and he's like he's like cussing at things. Well, go ahead and take me. Just sucks them up, sucks up all of them. Yeah. Well, like they, uh, I think Robert Patrick's character broke out while he was in the ship, and like tried explaining what he could even see uh, mm-hmm. from like the actual interviews I read of him. He has a hard time even like understanding what he saw with his eyes. And, like, they all come back. They came back, like, what, like, two weeks later? Mm-hmm. They were just randomly showed back up. After there was, like, already, like, a huge search for them and everything, they just all show up at the same time. Occasionally when I'm on Netflix, I'll search for those conspiracy TV shows on there because, mm-hmm. like, they're always fun to watch, honestly. Well, check out Fire in the Sky, though, because this one actually has the most credibility because you can actually see these guys take the lie detector test, yeah. do all of it, and mm-hmm. I believe them, like... To watch, but to watch any of these shows, like you hear people talk about and stuff like that, like they'll talk about, oh, there's like five different alien species. There's the Greys, you know. There's the lizard men. There's the, the there, there's the Edens and stuff like that, and just all these different types of races and stuff. And it it's just funny to watch sometimes, honestly. Like just the ridiculous stories. Who, who's the ancient? Who's the ancient civilization? Is it the Samoans? Are they the, uh, the Babylonians? No, before them. Is it the, Samoan? Am I saying that? No, not no. the Samoans. The um, Samoans is like Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's a Girl Scout cookie. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's Samoa. I'm trying to think of that original. One of the earliest races on Earth. They, um. Phoenicians? No. Not the Phoenicians? Not them. Either way, they. They have reports of the lizard people in their, their culture. It's a big thing where they come down. In fiery chariots and impregnate the women, and those supposedly these half breeds are still walking on Earth today. This is all translated from like hieroglyphics and stuff from way back, but that's pretty much what their their whole thing was about. Well, I I was listening to a podcast, and one of the podcasts they were making fun of uh, ancient hieroglyphs, like Egyptian hieroglyphs and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and they were basically just like, "What if basically the hieroglyphics on the walls when they." Like, everybody thinks they worship cats and everything mm-hmm. like that. That's what everybody assumes. That's what everybody sees. What if it was basically, like, internet videos of cats, and they were just looking at cats like, oh, cats are funny. Like, let's put them on the thing. It could be you that, know? but the, the Rosetta Stone made it possible. I know, I'm just saying. For like, us to translate all these dead languages. Mm-hmm. Like, because, for example, like, th- what they what they said on the podcast was, we have all these videos all over the internet of just cats. Cat mm-hmm. videos, cat videos. What if there's a civilization in the future that finds our ancient technology and they see all these relic videos and stuff like that and they're like there's videos of just cats everywhere they must have worshipped cats and everything like that (laughs) I don't know I thought it was interesting turning in get Art Bell on the show or turning into Coast to Coast this podcast all the conspiracy theories Coast to Coast Space Ghost (laughs) Space Ghost Coast to Coast not Space Ghost Coast to Coast I want to watch that you guys know another radio program Coast to Coast I've heard of it it's like the most popular radio program in the country can we turn into like Jesse Ventura It's, it's he's like on it all the time (laughs) <laughs> it's the guy George Nori from Ancient Aliens who's on it now. It used to be Art Bell who's now. Oh, okay, writer. okay. Okay, it's it's like all conspiracy theories, alien stuff. I used to listen to it religiously as a kid, and then I, man, I like this stuff. it got it got too out there. We should get they some out of content. That's we should get thing. some alien conspiracy theorists on the show, like people who say they've really been abducted. Just get them on the show and talk. You know, we should get Alien Man. Well, we should, have you? Guys, wouldn't that be cool if we could get Alien have Man? Have you on guys the show? seen I anything? Might out, I might turn out bad. I mean, <laughs> it turned out very bad. You guys have never seen anything to make you believe in aliens. I know we talked about ghosts in the one episode. I I mean, just 
the world we live in, I guess. I don't know. Like, I, I, I give into that theory of, like, the universe is so vast. You can see all those stars out there. It's almost ignorant and arrogant to think, to not think that, you know, I, I there's have a more story. than us out there. Oh, a personal story? Personal story. Yes, Good. I want to hear this. I'm excited. This is uh, a, few, a few of you listen to the podcast. You probably heard this story before, whether from me, my mom, or my cousin. Um, the year was 2001. It was 2002, right around that time. And I moved to Northern California to a small town called Oroville, California. Um, I will have to post on, I'll post a Google image thing on the For Your Destruction Facebook to show you how isolated uh, me and my family live. Our next nearest neighbor is, no joke, five miles away. So we lived out in the sticks. We bought this amazing property. It had a pool, hot tub, two tree houses, a guest house. And my, the idea was, was that uh, a few of my other family members were going to build a house on the property as well. It was just like a, a huge investment thing we were going to do. Um, one night while I'm inside the house, now we're surrounded by woods everywhere. It's so many, there's ancient, uh, not ancient, but just old Indian trails and stuff like that, that have right. virtually been untouched. And it's just, it, it's scary. And I'm not, you're not that scared when you're around 10 or 11 because you always feel safe around your parents, you know. It's not a big deal. Yeah. But there was this one night where I'm inside playing Nintendo 64. And my, mom, my mom's on the back deck with her back against the house looking out towards the woods. And my cousin Kendra, who was about 16, was sitting on her right. And they were just shooting the shit. My mom yells in through the uh, kitchen window, Brandon, can you bring us out some drinks? So I put together some tea or whatnot. I'm taking it. Serving boy. Yeah, pretty much. I open up the sliding door. I turn to the right, and I can so I can look at them after I come out the sliding door. And while I'm looking at them, I can see the very corner of the house. And on the corner of the house, there is someone standing there that has to be eight nine feet tall, just standing there. And they look over, they see it too, and this thing just slowly takes off towards the woods. Mm. absolutely terrified we're not thinking bigfoot at the time we're thinking holy shit there's somebody on our property and if you're on our property it's scary that you found your way to our property through these woods right. like it, it's it's like alarming like you're probably there to like do something evil to us and we were absolutely terrified we slept in the middle of the house all that night we called my uncle because he's like a big prankster we were like you know where are you at right now like are you are you messing with us are you on the property like trying to scare us right now and he was in Sacramento on like a, a business meeting or something. He even sent us a picture from those old uh, flip phones back in the day in a hotel room. And it was like, it, w- it was serious news. We were like considering calling the cops because someone was out in our property. But could you, think... could you tell like what it looked like? Could you see it? Like, was, any... It was like, I honestly, like anything the specific? size of it was like what you'd imagine a Bigfoot size. To be. So I was thinking Bigfoot. Yeah. That's probably what it was. Was no. it just like a big black figure you saw like out there? Or could you see anything like details? Like color hair, how much hair, outfit. At, at this like point, that. I can't really remember that uh, well. But it was definitely like human shaped, and it walked. It walked slow, like a slow, actually like a fast speed walk towards the woods. But it wasn't like a run or anything. It just like took off. That's like crazy. Lumbered. That's so nuts. I will take. I will take lie detector for this. I'll take anything for what I saw. I don't want to say one hundred percent it was Bigfoot, but there is some backstory evidence that suggests that this is even more true. When we moved on to this property, an artist used to live there. This artist on the property had a um, a barn 
or his little factory where he would work on all of his ceramics, everything he made with copper and bronze was worked on. He basically had to sell the property because it burned down. Outside of the property, he had some of his plaster molds. And his plaster molds were, uh, they were like still left over because he just left them there. One of them was a giant hairy foot. So I'm thinking, that, like looking back, that this artist had seen it too and was like building like a, a, <laughs> like a plastic plaster mold of it. He was going to build it out of copper or something. And he had seen it too living on this property. I, I don't know. Is that the only time you saw it? Only time. There was lots of other crazy things. One morning we uh, woke up. Like, this is how secluded we lived. Every morning, actually, there would be a uh, black bear sitting underneath our plum tree just eating plums on his ass. Mm -hmm. There was shit like that every day. Um, we had to actually call a park ranger because of a mountain lion that was sleeping on top of our disconnected garage. We couldn't, like, go in the backyard or anything. There was a oh, mountain shit. lion there. Um, my mom noticed it while I was mowing the lawn out there, like, right in front of it, so... There was, like, frightening stuff like that happening all the time. God damn. Um, but, yeah, I will post a Google image of the address and everything so you guys can take a look at how, like, in the middle of nowhere this is. But, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I saw Bigfoot, but I don't like saying that because I don't like being that crazy-ass guy. Scott's that's like, super I, into those kind of things. You're into Bigfoot and Nessie and things like that. Oh, yeah. But, like, the thing is, <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah. even before then, even now, like, I have a hard time believing that Bigfoot could even exist like it. Even though what I saw... I, I don't know. Like, it, it could have been some crazy Native American shaman just, like, creeping on us. I don't know. Like, I'm still trying to be rational you know about it. You classic 10-foot shaman. Yeah, shack. Right. Now, what was even bigger? <laughs> the, the corner of the house he was at, my bedroom was on the first floor. At that corner of the house, my bed was against the window, so I could not sleep in my bed anymore. Because every night I was terrified that giant figure would reach in the window and pull me out towards the woods. So I always slept in the living room on the couch ever since because the living room was in the center of the house. Man. But that's the only thing I've ever seen, like, physical proof of, like, existing. That's, like, weird. That's crazy. I, I've never had any extraterrestrial things And I mean, wouldn't you like agree? That? If you wanted to see anything like that, you would have to be in the middle of nowhere, somewhere like that. Yeah. You would, you, you'd have to and, be in, like, a small what town. What I love about this story is that you can, you know, my mom and my cousin, we all saw it. At the same time, we all saw it take off. We have no idea what it was. It just took off. And the, the, what's creepy, I think it's like, they, we didn't talk about the time, but who knows how long that was standing there watching my mom and my cousin. Because I noticed it, and it noticed us noticing it, and it took off. That's That's crazy. Yeah. That's, that's, that's cool nuts. Story. Fascinating. One of the most terrifying moments of like my childhood right there. That's nuts right there. I'd be scared out of my mind. I want to believe... <laughs> Truth is out there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Football. Yes, we're gonna change. We're gonna change gears here real quick. Uh, I'm gonna talk about. I'm. Th this is your host, Adam Silvis, gonna be entering the discussion of football. Okay, that never happens. Yeah, never well, I, happens. I, I'm kind of curious what you have. Never happens. Here. I actually have a specific story I want to go tell. I want to see what Scott Malenki thinks about it, and then I'm gonna go to general discussion. Uh, do you do, Scott, do you do fantasy football? I do. You like fantasy football? I Did do. Did you hear the story about how Nevada banned fantasy football in their state? Well, Did you hear yes story? and no, but let me explain. Recently, the past couple seasons, we've had the birth, and I know you guys have all seen the commercials, for DraftKings and yeah. FanDuel. Yeah. Those are the daily fantasy football leagues. They are making absorbent sums of money it's it's insane i don't play those i play with a group of my friends we do a fantasy draft at a local 
restaurant, bar, establishment, and we draft a football team. We play them all season long. We have a league. We pay $100, you know, different payouts. So there, is, there is money exchange. Absolutely. There's gambling involved with it. But it's all friends. It's all good fun. The stuff that you see on TV is taking it to a whole nother yeah. level. It is. Do you have I, I don't with do like that. Sport, sports gambling. Oh uh, no, I don't think I do. I, I don't. I don't part. I don't participate. But see, I don't have a problem with fantasy football. Even even on the level of DraftKings and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with it because I have a you're buddy. Just, you're who just making a. You're... Makes his living from just doing sports bets. <laughs> yeah, he, because he has a website and all he does is make calls every day for who mm-hmm. wins this game, who wins that game. Yeah, well, Nevada decided that any any fantasy football, and I'm assuming it's any fantasy football where there's money exchange, is illegal. It can only be taking mm-hmm. place in casinos now. Hmm. So because they because it's con- they consider it, they made a ruling and they consider it gambling, and yeah, that, so since it's gambling, it can only be taking place in casinos and everything like that. I I thought that was interesting. I actually wanted I wanted to hear what you because I knew you do some fantasy football. So. I do. Um. Yeah, I, I, I think I that. think the whole thing with Nevada, you know, Vegas being there. Yeah, I think it just it cuts in on their profits. That's what I'm saying. That that's why that's they're why doing they're it. doing it. Yeah, Nevada's always their. I feel like their primary income is gambling. That's fine, but I mean, it's it's fantasy football. I mean that you you could say it's cutting into their profits. They're they're not, they're making a buck though. It's not hurting them that badly. Let's be honest. It's it's not hurting the casinos to have. Fantasy football be legal and everything like that everywhere. So, well, I just uh, so you can't play if you live in that state. I'm I'm assuming it has to do with if you're exchanging money. I'm just, obviously like what you do with friends and stuff like that. They can't stop you. Yeah. They can't stop you doing that. But any type of any type of legal gambling that uh, fantasy football that was going on can no longer going on this public. So mm. that's apparently, and people are not happy about that. People are not happy about that apparently. So hmm. that's an interesting tale. I I didn't know about that, but uh, yeah, I, a whole nother thing with FanDuel and DraftKings. We'll we'll get into that. Can we talk about there are too many DraftKings commercials. I can't watch anything without just getting sick of every mm. commercial break being DraftKings. Every time I listen to a podcast, oh. all the ads they throw in there, they're talking about DraftKings all the time. One one of my podcasts changed out their DraftKings. Um, commercial for like a uh, sex shop commercial and i was just like so grateful it was like so much better <laughs> but anyway uh getting into the subject of football you we've talked about this before i've never really been a big fan of football for the most part and it's not the sport itself it's just my whole experience of football 100 has always been with the nfl it's always been with the nfl on tv okay. and everything like that you didn't get drafted no i didn't get drafted nope if only i relive those days um but my whole reason why I didn't like football was because every time you'd watch football, it'd be the most boring sport I ever watched. Really? Because here's what would happen, okay? They'd hike the ball, be some action, they get tackled, and then would go right to a commercial. Okay? Come back, they hike the ball, they do another play, then go right to a commercial. I've literally had seen this multiple times where they come back. They're talking about what happened, and then they don't even do a play, and they go right back to a commercial like a minute or two later. Like, I've had that happen multiple times, and I can't sit through a game. I can't sit through a whole game because I'm just like, this is, this is boring. It, like, wasn't, it wasn't always like that. And yeah. if there's certain teams, well, do you like if you watch... Then? Well, I'm going to get into that. I'll get into that. If you watch teams like, I'll just use this for example, uh, 
Peyton Manning. He does a real high-tempoed offense where he does no huddle, does two-minute drills. If you watch them, they'll they'll rattle off a good, solid whole drive down the field before yeah. they take a break. But more often than not, you know, teams have their timeouts. They have stop clock yeah. plays. There's injury timeouts. They want to get it right. And the commercials, you can't blame the sport for that. I can't blame you the sport. You blame the fact that it's so insanely popular. Yeah. Everybody watches football. So these it's capitalism. Hey, we want to get our product out there. We want to advertise our service. How are we going to do this? Everybody's watching CBS, Fox, oh, it's- ESPN on Sundays. So guess what we're going to do? We're going to throw our ads out there for commercials. So yeah. they're making a shit ton of money for post playing football games because of all the commercials. Yeah, it's capitalism. So that's what it is. I know, I know. You can't blame the sport. You just blame the companies. I don't don't necessarily blame the sport, but based off of my intake of the sport, it just just skewed me to being like, this is a really boring sport, only because sometimes they don't do anything and then they go to a commercial. Yeah, I love it. It's like, no, I get it. And recently, the reason why I bring this up is because recently we had Homecoming a few weeks ago at Westminster. Okay. Okay, and... I had to stick around. It was a Saturday, and usually I'm gone by 10 on Saturdays, but uh, I volunteered to stick around for some overtime and do some stuff because there was a big football game, all that good stuff, and I was riding around the truck uh, with one of the other guys, and we stopped off at the field house, which is right next to the football field, and we were just sitting there, and I was catching some of the game, and I I actually enjoyed it. I actually enjoyed what I saw the game because they rattled off plays like it was nothing. It was like... It's like, all right, they had a play, they tackled, they went back into it, they went up to another play, they went back. I was like, all right, see, I can get into this. I like this. This is fine. Mm-hmm. I just, it's 100% of my experience was like watching football on TV, and it just, it just ruined my experience for it. So I'm trying to get slowly into football now. I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to learn it. I'm trying to watch a little bit. No but shit. I, I actually am. I actually am. Cool. So okay. I, even in like live games, I think there's too many breaks. Oh, no. Yo, I, I, I'm the worst person to talk to about this because I'm a freaking football geek. I, on every level. Friday nights, I, I sit at home and if I'm not at a high school football game on Friday night, I am. I have my radio in front of me and I'm calling in to the radio post-game <laughs> show. Give it, I'm serious. I'm ser- I love Friday football, high school football. Then Saturday comes around, it's college time. I used to have season tickets to the Pitt Panthers. I don't anymore, um, but I went every game, watched Pitt play today. Mm-hmm. Um, just I love, I love college football. Game, yeah, it's a good game. But the creme de la creme for me is the NFL football and my beloved Pittsburgh Steelers. I have not missed. Never heard of them. I have not missed these Pittsburgh Steelers game, and probably. Well, you bleed black. You've gold. had to have missed one. No. I, I You're telling me you watched every single game. Every single game. There wasn't a time where you had to be somewhere. There was one something. game. There was one game that I was in a car mm-hmm. and we couldn't pick it up on the radio. And this was probably 2008. So do you build your life around making sure you have free time? To yes. Yes, I do. And you could ask my wife. You can ask Sunday is football day. And if I leave... I'm to the point where I may I mainly stay at home on Sundays and watch all the teams play. But the Steelers especially, 
I will watch them play. Did you like the movie The Silver Linings Playbook? I didn't watch it. Does it have what? anything to do with football? Yeah, a lot to do with football. Really? Bradley Cooper, Jennifer Lawrence, great movie. Robert De Niro. Oh, I didn't know it was about Philadelphia football. Eagles, though, I think, is like the It's all right. Hey, what else? It's a great movie. You need to watch that. Oh, I guess I do. It just reminds me of Bradley Cooper's character a little bit. Yeah. Well, Scott bleeds black and gold. I do. He does. I he do. Does. I, I love... And, and it was fun having... Ben and Corey on the show because they're both big sports guys. Yeah, they'll be back on again. Yeah, Ben will be back on. Corey will be back on. Um, Ben's a Cleveland guy. Corey, I don't care what he says. He's a Cleveland guy. <laughs> he pretends to be a Rams fan, but <laughs> but they're they're both Cleveland guys. You can't even be mad at them. I'm not. I'm not they mad. We were born into it. We were born into this. I know. Ball. I'm not mad at all. I'm. They should be mad at me. <laughs> I mean, my team has had so much success, and their team has had. <laughs> Had literally nothing to cheer about, and they're not even in the same league. Well, technically they are in the same league. Yeah. They're in the same division, but no, they're not. No. They're not. And you know, once in a, once in a blue moon, the Browns will beat the Steelers. A couple years ago, they beat the Steelers. Was it last year? They beat the Steelers once last year. And even though the Browns beat the Steelers once last year. The Steelers ended up winning the division and having a really good record and going to the playoffs, and the Browns finished in last place. Yeah. I mean, it's it's what happens every year. It doesn't matter. So, But I love football, man. I, I, I want you to get into it, Adam. We'll I mean, come watch right. games. Like, what, what we'll I play did. fantasy football. We'll get our <laughs> fan duel. We'll draft kings. I, I, we'll we'll draft this, kings. Is, this is how much of a nerd I am. All right, And I'm not really a nerd, I guess, but I am a nerdy guy to a certain extent. I wanted to understand football because I, I didn't want to just watch it and watch people club each other and not understand the league. Did you do a YouTube tutorial I, it? No, did I, you, did, you, I, did. I, I did worse than that. I did worse than that. Um, I bought in uh, uh, Dummy's Guide to Football. Did you really? I really did. Hmm. How's it going I, bought, for you? I bought football for dummies. I, I read like the first few pages and then I put it down and I never picked it back up. But I, I, cause I wanted, I wanted to understand the lingo. I want to understand what I was hearing and stuff like that from the commentators. Yeah. But this is like, this is a few years ago. So okay. I, it's, it's in my drawer right now, just sitting there. Oh, so I might pick it up again soon. But yeah, cause I, I don't understand most of what I hear when they talk about football stuff. We'll go we'll so. watch games together. So not the Steelers, cause you don't want to watch a game with me, cause I go nuts. <laughs> but we'll watch another. T- Couple teams I'm down, play. I'm down. We'll I'm, go to the bar. We'll go to a bar that has it all on the TVs, and we'll sit there and drink beers. And watch. I'm, I'm down. I'm down to go. We'll watch do it. Game, so. We'll do it. I'm excited about that. I'm down for that. All right. The experience makes it. I love going to sporting events with people. All right. I think it's time that we hit the douche of the day segment. Um, before we hit the douche of the day segment, though, I'm gonna go back in time. And again, yeah, I mean, before you actually really go back, in I'm going to meta, <laughs> I'm going to meta, I'm going to metaphorically go back in time and I'm going to talk about one other previous deuce that we had, mm-hmm. uh, Shkreli. Was that the name? Yeah. The, Martin, 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 Martin Shkreli, Martin the dude, Shreel, the guy Shreel. who jacked up the prices on those pills yeah. the, for the AIDS patients, stuff like that, $750. I just read a story today, actually, where there was a rival company that basically uh, just just stomped them in the ground by saying that's not right what they did. So they took one of their AIDS pills, one of their AIDS medication, HIV medication, mm-hmm. and they charged it a dollar a pill. They dropped it all the way down so you can get a hundred pills for a hundred dollars. Huh? Yeah, they were basically like, basically, uh, what was it quoted right here? It says it, this article says I think it's a uh, which company is this? 
Infamous Pharmaceuticals. Yeah, that's apparently the company. What it says in here it says it's selling a hundred dollar pill packet packages of its Daraprim alternative or alternative for ninety nine dollars each, which basically works out to a dollar pill. So they're basically outing this dude like this dude's a douchebag. We obviously had him as our douche. Was he? What did? Yeah, he got Martin. He was. Oh, our douche. hands he was, down. He, he was our douche. Yeah, that's though, right. Yeah. He, this guy's a douchebag. He's charging all this money. We respect the fact that he has a right to do it. But you guys can come to us, pay a dollar a pill. <laughs> so I wanted to get into that before we got into the douche he, today by he saying did. that. Uh, I also read somebody was like, you know, saying he wasn't such a bad guy because, like, at, after so much time passed, he actually actually lowered the price back down to $15 well, he had to. He had to. But you know why? Every one of his business partners and connections were like, yeah, we're not going to be associated with you. We're going to cut up. We're going to sever our uh, partnership because you're an asshole. What was he thinking? I know what he was thinking, but I mean, as a businessman, like, you got you to gotta know that's a bad business move. That's a bad move to do that. You mm-hmm. got to know you're going to catch flack for that. But anyway, does anybody have a douche of the day? Um, I don't know. Scott, do you have a douche of the day? I mean, nothing great. I'm going to nominate DraftKings and FanDuel as the douches of the day. Why are you nominating them as douches? Because I hate their commercials. Oh, that's why? Yeah, their commercials suck. They're on all the time. I'm so freaking sick of them. I want to scream every time I hear it. And (laughs) (laughs) I don't play. I know a lot of people who do play those games. I guess it's... To me, it's gambling, which is fine if you're an adult, but too many people have gambling addictions, and yeah, I'm going to nominate them, not, not just mainly because right. the commercials suck, and I hate Draft seeing King, them. Draft, just, Draft Kings and just, just Draft them? Kings and FanDuel. All right, and FanDuel. Because they're the same thing, they're just two opposite. My, mine is going to be TMZ. I'm just sick of them being the primary source for any story that breaks and it's always wrong and it's always there's always fabricated parts of it um i recently just watched a video where this tmz reporter uh tried to interview aaron paul you know aaron paul is from breaking, from breaking bad, bad yeah. tried interviewing him interviewing him after he was leaving an airport and it was like cringeworthy just how much they were bugging him he was trying to be like such a cool guy about it but they're like shoving the mic in his face and Asking him dumb questions. And meanwhile, I mean, just shitty fans are, like, throwing magazines and posters in his face to sign. But this TMZ reporter just would not leave him alone. And um, just if, if you look at the history of TMZ recently, they've been, like, misinforming the people about so many stories. Mm-hmm. They've been wrong. For a while there, they were, like, they, like, were the first to break the story. But they've just been awful lately. And I hate that they're as popular as they are. Yeah. When their whole thing is just calling people out and instigating bullshit. Adam. Okay, TMZ. I have I have one. I read this article today. I think it's an interesting one. Um, I'm going to tell the story real quick before I tell you exactly because it's not any real one specific person because I can't find the name of this individual. Have you ever heard of the name Paul Nelson? Paul Sounds Nelson. Sounds familiar. Paul Nelson. Paul Nelson is an at just your average guy bus driver you know working uh probably what six probably 60 hours a week taking care of families got wife three kids you know stuff like that um he was running a route and i think it was houston or chicago i can't i can't remember exactly where it was but he was on one of his bus routes it's like a city bus yeah like okay. a city bus like a city bus. i know he was school bus driver no, 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 city just, bus you know just regular old city bus and as he was driving through this neighborhood he saw this house on fire 
All right, house is on fire, you know, burning stuff like that. And he looks, and you know, he stops and everything like that because he wants to see what he can do. He sees a guy. He was either hanging out the doorway, like, like, passed out or something like that from all the smoke, or hanging out a window. I can't remember which one it was, but he saw the dude just hanging out uh, of that, and he was like, "I got to do something." So he jumps into action. He opens the, he stops the bus, busts out the door, runs up to the house. And goes in to get this guy, like, you know, gets him out of the house. He suffers burns from the house and everything like that. Like, he gets himself injured saving this guy. Mm-hmm. And great, great guy, you know, he gets, you know, interviewed by a lot of people and stuff like that. The city loves him, all that good stuff. Well, he had to take time off work from... Uh, driving the bus. Yeah, driving the bus because he uh, had injuries from the burns and it mm-hmm. prevented him from working overtime. And because it prevented him from working overtime, he started getting backed up on his bills. You know, he's got a wife, three kids. Mm-hmm. He's got bills to pay, you know. And because he got backed up on his bills, his landlord wants to kick him out. Basically, because he got backed up on his rent a little bit, because mm-hmm. he got injured, saving a man from a fire, his landlord basically is like, well, you got to pay the rent or else you got to get out of here. We're going to evict you and stuff like that. Uh, that is my douche of the day. The landlord? The landlord of this dude's apartment. You don't they, know the landlord's I name? I don't know the landlord's name. They didn't give the name from any articles I read. But, like, the not just the dude's having a hard time. You know, he the reason why he's injured, not even just the fact he's injured, the reason why he's injured is because he saved a man's life. He saved another person's life and got injured in it. Just give the guy a break. It's not like he's a bum. He can't physically do overtime mm-hmm. work because he's injured he's got burns but, on to play devil's advocate it's not the landlord's fault that that guy has a shitty job that i would i would agree i would say why isn't he why isn't he getting workman's comp or something yeah you know, why isn't he getting he the, can't the, get, land, no, the, landlord, no, the thing the, is the landlord's got to make a it's living not, too, though. it's it's not because he's not getting paid for himself it's not because not it's because he can't get overtime he get he gets apparently he gets lots of overtime in his job but you shouldn't and that's what, overtime for your job well some people have to some people have to it's it's a cruel mm-hmm. fact of life some people you do my i have to depend on overtime my mother sometimes has to depend on overtime to make a little extra money here and there so it it's just a cruel fact of I mean, life. I'm not saying I'm not saying the landlord has to pay his bills. What I'm saying is give the guy a break. I know, but that landlord has bills to pay too. He's got bills to pay too, but I'm no. He he can give. You don't the, know the entire story, though. Landlord, I don't know the I don't know he, the entire story, but he like I said, I understand what you're saying. The landlord's got bills that he has to pay too. I the, obviously the guys. I'm assuming the guys getting more. So he has some money coming in. Mm-hmm. He can give him a little bit of money. I don't. I don't think it's that he's not paying. It's because he can't pay in full. Is what it is. Do you know how long he's out of commission for? Like how I long don't did, know. I think has this been an ongoing thing? I think it's been like a week. Honestly. There should it's be been like, like a, see, if there should be a fundraiser. It's been or like yeah. well, that's the thing. That's guy. the thing. The dude. The dude basically is like when they interviewed him and stuff like that, saying he he doesn't like doing this. He doesn't like asking for help, but he knows that people are generally good and people will provide. People will help him and stuff like that. And he said people basically what the interview asked him was, "Would well, do you regret it knowing now that you're going to get kicked out of your house do you regret saving this guy and burning he's like no a life is a life okay these things can get replaced my house can get replaced but you can't replace a life so he doesn't regret it at all and it's like the guy's not a bum the guy isn't it's been like what like a week i think at best maybe two weeks okay he's not a bum he's got a job i'm assuming he's getting workman's comp obviously uh but he it's just the overtime not being able to pay all of his bills Hmm. You know, I'm just saying, give the guy a break. The guy saved a dude's life. He got burned in the process. You're, he can give you a little bit of money, and he's going to get back to work soon. 
give the guy a break. That's that's a douchey thing to be like, oh, well, you got hurt saving a dude's life. Well, I got to kick you out. You know, you're not paying in full, so I got to kick you out. I think that's a really douchey thing to do. That's that's an un- inhuman thing to do, in my opinion. You know, humans got to help each other out. We when Some people are down, got to help them out sometimes. So, I agree. Yeah. How do you guys feel douche. about some states have a, um, a law, the Good Samaritan law, where you, like, if you are in a position to help somebody in danger, that you have to or else... Are we breaking a law? The, the series finale of Seinfeld. Yes, that's one of them. The series that's... finale of Seinfeld. They Spoiler the alert, one? if you haven't seen it yet. Um, I mean, it was a long <laughs> time ago. They all went to jail at the end of the show because they didn't help somebody who was being well, mugged. they're New Yorkers, and they just saw a mugging happen across the street. It was like, sucks for they that were, guy. They were, they were in a different town. They, they were like all a small, a small town, little like town, and they had a video camera, and, their vi- and it was a great big fat guy. And they were like, of course, they're all comedians. Yeah. So they were like making fat jokes while this guy's getting mugged, and they're taking his car. And they're recording the whole thing, which was used in evidence. But then, And the entire series... When they were in, they were in court. They were in trial. Yeah, going. They brought back everybody from all the old shows to testify against them. And and but the reason that they got charged was the Good Samaritan law because mm-hmm. they watched this guy being mugged and they laughed and joked about it and didn't lift a finger. Do you guys think that should be a thing? Are you guys okay with the Good Samaritan law? I think Samaritan it. De- law? I think it depends on what the situation is because there's some things you just can't help with without like what if putting I'm your life fire in danger. And I can... I can't go into that building to save that guy. I mean, that's that that's a thing. Like, if, if you can see the guy right there in the mm-hmm. doorway and he's, like, passed out, yeah, go up there, pull him out. You know, he's right there. You don't have to venture into the building and search for him, you know. That's the thing. Like, I think that that should... Because you could save the dude's life. The dude's passed out from smoke inhalation, you know. But, yeah. I mean, if, if it's somebody that's robbing somebody at gunpoint, like a convenience store worker, he's robbing him at gunpoint and stuff like that, uh, the best you can do is call the cops, yeah. and and if even if you're in the store, sometimes you can't even do that. Did you guys so. see that the uh, the new videos they're showing students at schools for uh, school shootings? Um, they're they're sending out mandatory videos that show students how to handle a school shooting, and one of the things that they have to do in the video now is that if the gunman gets into your classroom and pulls a gun on you guys that the students need to all tackle him at once and beat them up with their book bags and hold them to the ground. But they should, they, they say in the video, one or two of you might get shot, but you all need to do it. It's How do very, you feel about that? It's very sad that we've gotten to that point in our country that's what I'm to saying. do that. But I agree with the sentiment that that's what you have to do. Because I know. You, if, if, but I don't like the fact that schools are telling kids pretty much lay down their lives and tackle a gunman. Even the, one it's of them no different shot. than one stormtrooper being attacked by six Ewoks with sticks. <laughs> That's that's pretty much what it was. Yeah, that pretty. many kids, that many elementary school yeah. kids jumping on you. I mean, I mean, I, I, unless the dude's got like an automatic assault rifle, like an M sixteen or something, or something the like AR fifteen, which they usually do yeah. have. There are things schools. they were showing in the video that I agreed with. Like they were talking about, they have like uh, they're gonna have shades in the windows in the classrooms, and they were talking about stacking up all the desks against the door and everything. There's some good things like that, but I just don't like the idea that they're telling kids in the video to lay down your life and tackle. Well, it's a like it's like nine uh, eleven when that happened. The one airplane that went down in Pennsylvania, United ninety three. The only reason why that didn't make their mark was because all the passengers basically got up and was like, "This shit ain't happening. Like we might go down, but you're not going to reach your target. Where was we're gonna, that plane we're gonna going to save your? I can't. I, that plane was was it going somewhere. to the, was it, it was, going to DC? I think was it, going it was. To, I think it was going to the White House or the Pentagon. Yeah, I think it was going to the White. The Pentagon got hit. 
Yeah, but it might have been a second one. So I think it was going to DC yeah. too, but. Uh, but yeah, that the, they all got up and like we're like if we're gonna go down, they're gonna take us down anyway. Yeah, but these like, are adults. We're not. We're talking about fine, but I'm just saying. school kids. And they did, and we don't know what happened on that plane. No, we the don't. The plane crashed and everyone died. But did yeah. did were there passengers who were killed trying to subdue the terrorists? We don't know. The way, but the way school shootings have been going lately, like I, not maybe not elementary school students to mm-hmm. teach them about that, but I mean like high school students, I could see showing that video and being like, "Look, I'll see you it, if it's you got want to. it's gotten to the point where this is a life or death scenario. Okay, if people are already bringing guns and shoot, everybody's life is in danger. Like the more people that get up all at once and try to tackle them, let's be honest, that's the, yeah. it's it's a it's shitty, but and it's shitty that we've gotten to that point." But that may be the best way to at least save more lives. Not, I'm not gonna say solve the problem, but you save guys more lives. a sad fact. This is one you won't see often. Is that there have already been 20 school shootings this year? That's all. I figured there'd be more. Than there that. were 50 last year in America. That is too many. It is far too many. And what ticks me off, and we were we were just doing our douche of the day segment, and. In a previous douche of the day, I nominated the NRA, the mm. National Rifle Association, and I still think they're always up for a douche of the, the day PSU? because they are ridiculous. They, to me, they are terrorists because anytime there is a school shooting, they politicize the whole thing, and all all I want to do is have a discussion. On mm-hmm. how we can make our schools safer. Also, I, they don't even want us to talk about this. Exactly. Every time we, every time we bring up gun control as a possible option, they go bananas and they think everybody's coming door to door to take their guns away. That's not what I'm saying at all. That's not what anybody's saying. We're not coming to take your guns. We can we just have an, an adult conversation? Can we open up a dialogue? What can we do to make this safer? Right. You know, and they, they won't do that. They they won't have this conversation. And they they are douchey and they are mm-hmm. to me they are terrorists. And you know like the messed up part is that like I said, there were fifty school shootings last year and twenty this year. Not all of those made the news, and that's the messed up part. If you put every school shooting that happened in America on the news, I guarantee we'd have stricter gun laws. Not even school law. shootings. Think about shootings in malls, shootings in movie yeah, theaters. You don't hear about them. Oh. It's just whatever the media wants to pick up and portray. Yeah. I, I feel like they've only like covered like six this year. It it sucks. And the cons- most conservative solution is everybody needs a gun. Everybody Which is horseshit. No, I don't want to live in the if, Wild West. I don't want to have to show my sidearm out in public to make sure I don't get shot. No. The idea that some people have this idea if they see a guy, like the open carry, if they have an open carry license, the idea that people are like, you know, I'd feel safer if I could see the guy's gun. The open carry people just have small cocks, and they want to walk around with their gun. That's all it is. (laughs) Can we also talk about how nobody's talking about the psychological damage? So, yeah, okay, let's give everyone a gun. Imagine everyone has a gun and somebody kills somebody. They're not talking to that person to live with the fact that they killed somebody. I made this argument to somebody we know. We had an argument. We had big arguments with a certain individual a lot of times when it comes to this issue. One of the biggest, he, super, this person, super advocate for everybody carrying a gun. That way citizens can defend themselves or something like that. What happens if you get in a situation where somebody pulls out a gun, they're shooting up a place, another person pulls up, a, pulls out a gun, tries to defend people and starts shooting back at them. Police show up. How do they know who the hell is a criminal and who the hell is the one that they need to take down? Good point. They, know, they yeah. don't know. That's the point. It just, it just, 
creates a whole fiasco. No. And yeah. then they shoot no. the wrong person, they're going to be up in arms like, oh, he was just trying to defend if himself. If everybody's walking around with guns, you're going to have even more shootings. Even more than we have now. Because the way it is now, as easy as it is to get a gun in this country, and I think it's incredibly too easy to get a weapon. You'll buy them at Walmart. You can get them anywhere, man. You can get them anywhere. And the, the background check is, is a joke. Is a joke. It's it more to, just a waiting it period. Needs to be, it needs to be way more comprehensive. Yeah. But the, if everybody had guns, the shooting there would be even more shootings. Because even as it is now, how easy it is to get a gun... There's, there are some people who don't have access to guns. And that's good. Those people shouldn't have guns. And if everybody was able to get them, then we'd have more shootings. And the only reason that the NRA wants to arm everybody is for them to make more money. More people buying guns, more people buying ammunition, more people becoming members of the National Rifle Association, and then more money in their pockets. That's all it is. People are so naive, they I don't realize Greenpeace that. Greenpeace would direct their attention to the NRA. Oh, man. I, I can't stand the NRA. I have an absolute I already know the answer to this question, but how do you feel about people who have gone to jail before having the right to bear arms? No. No matter, no matter the crime. Even if you went to the jail for, like, you know, tax fraud. It depends fraud. on the crime. Like, yeah. ta well, I mean, can you really... A violent crime. A violent, a violent crime. crime. No, you don't have a gun. Yeah, a I violent mean, crime. I think you forfeit your right. Pickpocketing. Yeah. Drugs. Drugs. No. I'm... I'm you sh No, drugs, I'd say... Cause drugs I, is not a violent crime. Drugs is a whole other story. People in certain neighborhoods can only make money by selling drugs, and that is a cold hard fact of just how life is in certain neighborhoods. I called into an AM radio station couple days ago and argued with the conservative radio host and he, he he said i was absolutely wrong i said you mean to tell me i said what if some i said desperate times call for desperate measures you might be somebody out there dealing pot to make money to provide for yourself and your family mm -hmm. he said that was total bullshit he said nobody does that he's like he's like drug dealers are lazy they don't want to go out and get a real job that's absolutely not absolutely true. not true this guy's a fucking moron his name's stefan martin you're a piece of shit is he a producer of the day? He might be. He might be. Um, anyway, back to it, I guess. We went on a tangent. A little bit. But, uh, yeah, that was my douche of the day. Paul Nelson's Landlord. I'm going to, like, nominate the NRA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys have second nominations? I mean, you know, we, we did talk a lot about a lot of stuff. I'm nominating just politicians in general for sitting on their ass about this entire situation of gun control. So we picking one now already? Is it? Yeah, we can pick one now. Do okay. you have a second nomination, Scott? No. 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 All right. So I had Paul Nelson's landlord. You had TMZ, and you had what was what, what DraftKings? DraftKings. That's right. That's right. And then we Brandon has second with the politicians. Yeah, the politicians. Mm -hmm. So, well, let's start with Brandon. Who do you I'm, want to I'm go all for? fired up right now. So I'm gonna go for politicians. You're gonna go for politicians. Okay, Scott. Who are you gonna vote for? Oh, I'm fired up too, but, you know, I... I really hate those commercials, though. Those commercials. No, I'm not going to pick them. I'm, I mean... Oh, jeez, it's hard. I'll go with Paul Nelson's landlord. Just Paul because, landlord. Just because, yeah, we don't know the whole story. Maybe Desperate Times calls for desperate measures, what I said earlier. Maybe the landlord's in dire straits and he needed that money. But... It doesn't make it any less of a douchey thing. I mean, right. it's still a douchey thing. 
the guy just saved somebody's life. If it really was a week, I could see if this has been going on for six to eight, nine yeah, months. Yeah, we don't, we don't know the history know? if we, he hasn't we been able to pay his know. bills for multiple months. We don't know what's going on, but, but from how Adam, from how you presented the story, from what I understand... The, the article landlord. I'm reading right now, which came out... I'm trying to look up. It came out... Oh, okay. Uh, I, I might have to take this back. Because apparently this article was published on July 31st. So this might be... This, this whole this whole story I'm talking about that I just read recently might be a couple months old. Okay. But I don't know if the landlord after the fact. So you might want to take that in consideration for your vote. Okay. So... Can we get sued for slander on this podcast? What are they going to do? Take the money we don't have? <laughs> bring take it. My guns. Bring the noise. Yeah, bring I know. Them. I know an attorney. He's been on, he's been on the show. All right. I'm. I'm just keeping my vote the same. Okay. Let's keep my vote. The I'll. Same. I'll keep my vote the same. And anybody can look up the story and tell me that I'm wrong. That maybe he was a bum for a few months. And tell me that I'm wrong. I don't know. But I'm going to also vote for my douche of the day as well. So. Paul Nelson's landlord. Yes. I wish we knew his name. Yeah, I wish I knew it too. Yeah, that's a douchey thing. Uh, so, whatever your name is, Paul Nelson's landlord, you, sir, you were the douche of the day. Even if this happened back in July, today you're the douche. Come on, man. The guy saved somebody's life. Cut him a break. I've wor- I've had many... Slum lords as my landlord before, and yeah, uh, and if you did, I guess I'm prejudiced toward landlords. And if you and if you did cut him a break, and it's been a few months, and he's and he's and he's just being a bum about it, we'll retract. Yeah, we'll retract it then. You go ahead, you go ahead, write in. Yeah, let us know. Somebody give us, give me a link to an article. If you're listening to this and you're the landlord of somebody named Paul Nelson, (laughs) come on, let us know. How can they get a hold of us, Adam? Uh, If you want to get a hold of us. Send us an email at foryourdistraction at gmail.com. You check it every day. Yeah, I check it every day. Every actually. damn day. Yeah. I it's 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 been getting lonely, so I could appreciate some emails. Just even a hi. Mm-hmm. Give me a hi. Hello, how's it going? You know, that I'll accept that. Or we are on Facebook also, search for your distraction, go ahead and like us uh, on there. And we are on Twitter, search for your distraction or at podcast FYD, follow us on there. We're on SoundCloud. And iTunes. True, yes. So listen to us on either one of those. Follow us on there. And most episodes we do also Periscope. At least a small, yes. at least a portion of the episode. Right. And you can search for Scott Malenke one, right? Something like that. No, just just you can search my name, Scott okay. Malenke. <laughs> so I think it's Scott it's M10. Something. Scott it's M10 is Scott my M10? user handle. Okay. Yeah, but I did some more research into it. You can just search somebody by their okay. full name and so it'll search come Scott up. Malenke yeah. on Periscope yeah. and follow him, and you can catch some early for your distraction if you're just. Too anxious to wait. I mean, yeah, and, and we'll start letting you know what days we're going to record the podcast so you can watch live on Periscope. That'd be yeah, pretty gnarly. It would be. Yep. So, I mean, not time to wrap up yet, is it? Is, is it mean, gone already? I mean, it's 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 about there. We're oh, close to okay. it. We're close to it. Do you have something else oh, you want to talk about? Time flew. I guess not. I guess not. I don't think I have anything else, no, really. T- so. Time just flew. We were having such a good time. But, um... If we didn't have a guest today, so if you're somebody who wants to come on the show, get a hold of us. We'd love to have we love having guests on. We do. We it do. It brings a different opinion, different. I got a couple couple guests lined up down the road. 
And I, I got a few people that I down know the that road. Yes. Yeah, so on, if so. you if you want to come on and be a guest, let us know if you're, we, if you're uh, in the area. Considering that we're gonna we might be recording in a new location. Yeah, we have a couple things in the works yeah. here. I, I don't want to give any details out yet till we yeah. till we get them really? finalized. But some fun stuff lined up in the future. Yeah, uh-huh. we we got some we got some big things coming in the future for four year distraction. So I haven't even heard of this stuff. So. Yeah, I mean it's 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 in its infancy. <laughs> it's in its infancy. So so. If if you're listening to this, thank you, thank you very much for listening to our podcast. We love you. We, we, we appreciate we appreciate it. We're doing this. It's it's fun. So anyway, um, I think that's pretty much it. Brandon, yeah. hey, would you like to take us out? Uh, Lamar Odom sleep paralysis. <laughs>